1: Welcome to the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop, and tonight we aren't going to have as much Reds conversation just because there's not as much going on, but the baseball cheating scandal is in full force. And so I've invited Branch and Burmy on to talk about that. Branch, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing good. I'm uh, happy to be here. I uh, wish we had some Reds news, but there's not really anything happening, so that's it.
1: <laughs> Burmy, how are you?
2: I'm doing well, Coop. Thanks for having me on again. Uh, you know, I'm excited to get into some talks tonight about a myriad of topics, and I want to give a shout-out to Ramp Ramp.
1: Shout-out to Ram. So, the Major League Baseball cheating scandal got turned up to 11 today, and the Astros, of course, if you've been following it, they fired their GM and their manager because they were using electronic science stealing, And then... Alex Cora, who was with the Astros when this happened, was fired by the Red Sox. Well, then today, Carlos Beltran was let go from the Mets, hit without even managing a game. There was allegations that Jose Altuve and uh, Alex Bregman were using electronic buzzers underneath their uniforms to cheat and get the signs, or get the pitches at least. There's all kinds of pictures of people saying this is a buzzer on the internet. <laughs> uh, if yeah, if you're on Twitter, just just do a search for all this stuff. Some of it's funny. The unfortunate part is where people keep saying, "Well, Pete Rose should be in." But this has nothing to do with Pete Rose. there were no 14 year olds sexed there, yeah, this has nothing to do with Pete Rose. It was not gambling. It was cheating. So, Bart or Branch, what are your thoughts on the Major League Baseball cheating scandal? and all the things that came out today um
0: it's good entertainment uh on the actual electronic sign ceiling and stuff it, it from what i can piece together it sounds like when they brought in instant replay and the video booth in i think 14 they kind of knew this stuff was starting to happen somewhere around 16 or 17 and um i believe dick williams said it today when out in the reds caravan somewhere that all 30 teams were asked if they wanted MLB to interfere in the electronic sign stealing. And all 30 teams said yes, because, you know, as we know, sign stealing is kind of part of a part of the game, but the electronic part of it is new. And, um, they all just wanted to, uh, to go after it and police it. And, uh, they did, and they they destroyed the Astros in one big swoop. Uh, and you know they took out Alex Cora and the Beltron thing going down. Now the stuff about the buzzers—I mean, it's just—it's—it's it's fun to watch. But until there's any actual proof on it, who knows? You know, um, I'm I'm happy the Reds aren't involved. There's a lot of people keep yeah. saying, "Well, every team cheats. Every team cheats." What? Well, I mean sign stealing's a thing but there's a lot about sign stealing that you know if, if you're talking about a guy on, on second or somebody trying to figure out the third bases,
1: bases that's just gamemanship stuff, there
0: stuff that's just gamemanship it's that's been going on for years that's fine and let me tell you as somebody that's talked to a lot of baseball players they don't believe the dude on second half the time <laughs> you know I've heard a lot right. of them be like you know you know they'll, they'll, they'll trust him one time and then they'll get the call wrong guy will strike out, go back to the Dugout. And he's like, Well I ain't never listened to that son of a bitch again. Right. <laughs> you know <laughs> he's like whatever.
1: So So wh- there,
0: there's a lot more things that go in now now this this thing with the electronics and the buzzers and the trash cans and you know it it, it it's really gaming up, especially since the teams decided they would they did want it policed. I think there was a false sense of security. And uh it had it, it looks like it's had consequences, you know, and uh as much time as we as fans put into into it they got to try to protect the integrity of the game, and it sounds like they're – I don't think we're going to see a lot a lot of sign stealing this year. I believe people are going to treat this like the plague and stay away from it, you know?
1: Well, one of the things that's going around today is when Jose Altuve hit that walk-off home run against uh, Chapman. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was like – was it game six or something like that of the yeah. ALCS back in 2017? He's running around the bases, and he's one of the people who said – who it's been claimed that he had like a buzzer near his shoulder that would buzz however many times for a certain pitch and he's running towards the plate from the walk-off and he's telling everybody do not rip off my jersey and he's holding it closed and people are like well is he not want it ripped off because it would reveal the buzzer i don't know there's conspiracy theories flying yeah crazily bermi give me your thoughts
2: yeah, I think this is wild, and I think the reason that we have it the way we do have it right now in terms of all the scandals with the sign stealing and the buzzers, et etc., uh, there's so much fucking money involved in the game. And, you know, the players make X amount, and they realize the better they perform. I mean, really, with these guaranteed contracts, I mean, you're, you're setting your family up for, you know, umpteenth generations to not have to worry about money. So people, are, I mean, these guys have been looking for an edge for 150 years. That's really not a, you know, a secret. But I think there's so much monetary value involved in the game now that all you have to really do is have one big season, you know, even one big postseason if you're in the right year, and it leads to a massive payday. So I, I don't, I'm not surprised by it. It's the same reason guys juiced. It's the same reason 100 years ago, pitchers cut the ball up with you know whatever they could and spit all over it and covered it in tobacco juice so you couldn't see it the last three innings of the game because they didn't play night games this isn't anything new but it is something that needs addressed and i think if they can find a way to prove that uh certain players were using things like buzzers you know to be tipped off on a pitch uh, hefty suspensions you know absolutely hefty suspensions uh I mean, fuck if they really, really want to make an example of someone, the worst offender may get a lifetime ban, and that is something that would definitely, you know, cause change within the game. Um, But this really, in in my opinion, this—sorry, one more point. This really shouldn't surprise anyone. With the, you know, the implementation of all the technology throughout the ballpark and all the cameras we have now, is anybody really surprised that people are using the cameras to steal signs? Stealing signs is, you know, Willie, Willie Macy's joke that he would have all of the signs stolen in the first inning or two of the game. Yeah, but he but he but he did organically. You know, if the pitcher is dumb enough to lick his fingers three times before throwing a curveball, then fuck it. Tell everybody on the bench and they know it's coming. You know, I I don't think anybody would argue that that's an organic way of stealing signs. And that's just gamesmanship. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, would you guys agree with that?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean... That's it's just it's reading it's, the field. I mean, it's, that's, yeah, that's, that's it's it's between
1: point. the lines. It's not, like, it, using exactly. outside influence. It's between lines. And it's if, just, if
0: you suspect they catch you, you can just change up. I mean, that, that's... Yeah, if the, so, if the yeah.
2: defensive coordinator makes a certain call, and you hear, you know, or the offensive coordinator, and you, you hear Peyton Manning yell, Omaha, and you know Omaha means it's off tackle left, the whole defense is going to shift that way. Well, that's good for you. You've picked up a nuance of the game. You know, it, it's not just baseball. I'm, you know, we could talk any sport here. You know, when the toughest guy's on the ice, you're not going to throw a dirty hit because, you know, kick your ass. It, it, you know, there's the things like that you have to be aware of in the game, and you have to mix it up. But to use technology to relay it to the dugout, yeah, I mean, you're, you're using external help right. to do it. It's not just It's not just your own knowledge of the game. And I think that's where people have the problem with it and i mean i 100 percent agree with that
1: well here, know? yeah here's what i'll say for people who are struggling with context think of the scandal with the patriots of filming the sidelines or filming practices of other teams they were punished for that and they deserve to be because that was like you said it's it wasn't organic between the lines if you pick up a tell whether it's on the baseball field, on the football field, basketball court, anything. If you pick it up while in in between the lines, fair game. I have no problem with it. But when you start doing stuff like the Patriots did and now what the Astros did, that's where... I mean, I, I don't think it's, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened in Major League Baseball. But, I mean, I think it's a big deal. And the other thing is... I don't see Rob Manfred suspending any player for a lifetime for this. I don't – one, I don't think he has the balls. And two, I don't know if it warrants it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I mean, the only thing you're going to get suspended for a lifetime on is gambling. I mean, it's, you know, throwing games court the the ability to throw games. You're, that's the only thing that's out there for it. The one rule.
2: I thought, it, I thought it was funny you mentioned the Patriots, too. There's been a hot rumor for a long time that Tom Brady has – his. Ankle is heavily taped, not because he needs it, because there's a buzzer in his ankle that they hit when there's uh, backside pressure, and that, and and you know, and that's how he like goes down or steps up, and you're like, how the fuck did you, you know, feel about that defense, and every commentator just jerks it off because like, oh my god, it's Tom Brady. Yeah, that's a that's a hot rumor that's been going around the NFL for a while now. And a lot of people just discredit it because they just want to believe that Tom Brady's the best of all time, which is obviously debatable. But um, yeah, there's a rumor that he has his ankle super taped, despite never really having an ankle injury, uh, because of the same thing: using a buzzer to give him indication of a back, uh, backside pressure.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I've never like I said, I've never heard that one. But I mean, nothing surprises me anymore. So who knows it could be true in terms of reds news like i said there's not a whole lot going on this week the reds caravan is going on so uh if you're in ohio indiana kentucky i don't know if they're going to west virginia this year they are there might be a busload of reds players coming to your town go see them say hi i mean it's just a fun thing for the fans and stuff to do a month before spring training i've actually never been to any of the caravan stops Anybody excited about the caravan?
2: I went in Athens. I went in Athens once. They come. They go to Athens, and I went to OU. For anybody who doesn't know that, and um, Brandon Phillips is on that caravan, and I was like the third person to ask a question, and I asked him where he was going out that night. He gave a real vague answer, but we did meet him later at Courtside Courtside Pizza, so that was cool. Yeah. He uh, okay. he. He, he, he came in and bought everybody a round of shots and uh, came over and talked to our table for a little bit. And he was, I'll say polite. He wasn't nice to the guys. He was nice to the Debbies,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, I've been to a couple of them. Uh, not going this year. But uh, the main thing I've always done with it is I've actually met people for the first time at, at some of them. Um, I met Kentucky Reds gal, actually, Uh at uh, one of them that was in Ashland uh, a couple of years ago for the first time. That's when I first met her. Um, they're okay. I mean, you can get free stickers and stuff. That's nice. But you know, the the answers, the questions, and answer period is usually pretty vague. Um, they don't really, you know, these guys know what they're doing. They know how to answer without actually answering. So it's it's okay. Um, if you got kids, go. They'll have a good time. You know, I, I would say that it's. It's something you should do if if you if you if you ain't got nothing going on while they're around you know
1: yeah yeah and like I said it's just it's something that helps break up the winter while you're waiting for baseball and I think it's good outreach especially I mean they're going as far away as Nashville and I know we were talking last week about potential uh expansion teams and perhaps Nashville being a city and I don't know. I think that's it's a Braves in Red City. I don't know. I don't know if MLB would pick Nashville without you know like a team moving there or something. If, does that make sense?
2: If they were going to expand to a city, they should kind of adopt the model of like a good transplant town because there, there's a chance that a lot of people there never had a baseball team before, yeah, or if we, they did, yeah. you know, it's not. I don't think anything week. will ever take off like the Golden Knights did just because hockey is so loved, loved by so few. And is, you know, you move, you're you in Vegas for whatever, and you're probably not from there. And it's something that you can bond over, and I think it was like a perfect storm for them. But if there was ever a perfect storm kind of city, which I don't know what that would be, but like a big transplant town to put a baseball team in, I think it could be very successful and I say that full well knowing that Florida is full of transplants, but Florida is full of transplants from baseball towns. So if you could find a place that is full of transplants, it doesn't have a baseball team. I think it could succeed.
1: Yeah. And like I said, yeah, we, and we talked about that last week. Um, so why don't we move on to some listener questions? Uh, so I asked people to use the hashtag cheating ass Astros so, our first question comes from Chandrathan, old uh, red reporter. He asks, hashtag cheating ass Astros, would you rather fight one roid raged horse sized Joey Vado or a hundred roid raged duck sized Joey Vados? Huh. I'm going with the ducks because you can just start kicking.
0: Yeah, I'm saying ducks.
1: Because, I mean, a horse is big. Me <laughs> three. Because, you know, yeah. And
0: Joey's still bang, so just a normal size Joey would probably whip our ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Joshua Rutherford, another former uh, Red Reporter, he asked, hashtag cheatin' ass Astros, would you trade a uh, 2020 World Series win for a $5 million fine, loss of first and second round picks for the next two years, and your head coach GM getting fired on top of opposing fan bases being salty for a few years? one absolutely i mean
0: <laughs>
1: i'm not a am not attached to nick crawl or david bell i mean if that i mean that's yeah. what the astro that's the the punishment slash result of the astros cheating scandal but okay so you you lose a couple picks you get a new gm and a new manager and i could care less about the opposing fan bases five million dollar fine that's not my money yeah i'd take a win what about you? All? What
2: you
0: mean, people would actually talk about the Reds? Yeah,
2: fuck it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I, pro- I probably would. I don't know. I I don't really want my team to cheat.
1: No, yeah. I, I mean I don't want them to, but I mean you have to save for the Astros' sake. It was worth it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's they've had a really good run. <laughs> so,
1: uh, Greg Borchers asks hashtag cheating ass Astros, which is more overrated, Reds Fest or the Reds Caravan?
2: Uh, <laughs> i'm gonna say red's fest because of
0: because of binder guys
1: <laughs> i mean i'm sure the binder guys are at the caravan too though
0: they're they're at both they're at both but it's not it's you, you notice it a lot more at red's fest
1: hmm, i'm gonna Two to less
0: say, binder guys it, it have, doesn't
1: it, it, it overhyped
0: it seems like red's fest is hyped a lot more than the caravan
1: i yeah i agree with that uh but <laughs> I would say the Caravan is more overrated. I don't think either of them are overrated to begin with. But if I had to pick one, I would say the Caravan because, I mean, you just constantly see people bitching about them not coming to their town. So
2: I wish I wish Reds Fest was a week later because I, personally I, I'm never going to go. And I know this is not the entire fan base, but it's a decent portion. If the Buckeyes are in that Big Ten title game, I'm not going. I'm not going to leave Columbus to go to Cincinnati for that. So me personally, one person speaking, I'm not going to spend the weekend down there when I could be here or in Indianapolis at that game. And the Buckeyes go more often than not. So I just wish it was a week later. That's my biggest gripe.
1: I don't know. I think they just do it just to try to break up like the midpoint of the winner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I
2: I get it. I mean, and I, I think it's a great event. That's just my personal, as an Ohio State fan, that also is a Reds fan. That's my
1: complaint. So, Ode to the Reds 2020 World Series asks, hashtag cheatin Ass Astros. would you get a 1919 hat if it meant Pete Rose would be in the ha- a Hall of Famer?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what a, a fucking <laughs> question. What a
0: fucking question. Well, here's... Here's the I thing. Think Shout out to Polly. Save this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy
1: shit. So here's the thing. Shout out to Polly. I definitely want the 1919 hat, but I also want to never hear the name Pete Rose ever again. I would sacrifice not getting the hat to keep Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame.
2: You don't like 1997 Reds first baseman Pete Rose?
1: Junior. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I would I would sacrifice the hat because
2: I have a I have a side question for you. Yeah, who's more forgettable, Pete Rose Junior. or Wayne Gretzky's brother that played four games with him?
1: Well, I'm gonna say Wayne Gretzky's brother because I didn't even know he had a brother.
2: Yeah, his brother, fuck. It's so bad I forgot his name, but yeah, he had a brother that played like. They combine have like X amount of points and Gretzky is X minus four. Yeah. So I just, I I always just think it's like that or like Hank Aaron's brother played in the show for like a little bit. Yeah. So the Aaron brothers have like 760 combined homers, (laughs) like, you know, 755 for Hank.
1: So our friend Jesse Byrne at jbso 1992 he asks hashtag cheating ass astros if you could cheat on one thing in your life and never get caught what would it be and why cheers and cheers also happy birthday to phil razor yes phil razor is 64 years old today so (laughs) at psr 1973 go ahead and send him a message telling him a happy 64th birthday (laughs) <laughs> uh, you probably won't hear it because this is uh this is thursday so you'll probably hear it on friday but still sending a message saying happy birthday anyway back to jesse's question cheat on one thing in your life and never get caught what would it be and why burmy, burmy, <laughs> burmy go ahead what would you cheat on
2: Ooh, if i could cheat on one thing never get caught and never get caught that's such a great question Jesse, even though it's like 16 hours ahead there. He's like living in 2027 already. Um,
1: Here, I can give you the follow-up what Jesse would cheat on. Jesse would cheat on speed limits. He says, I'd love to drive as fast as I wanted or needed. He lives in a very tourist-heavy town in the holidays, and apparently speed limits are merely a suggestion for the blow-ins. I haven't driven the limit for weeks, and it's killing me softly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking
2: good. I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know, like cheat on some bar tabs and just not pay them.
1: I'd want to do know? some kind of money, money laundering scheme where I made yeah. like millions of dollars and never got caught.
2: I think, yeah, I, like you work for like a massive corporation and you pull like a fucking office space. Yes.
1: Yeah. Something like that. Never yeah, get caught.
2: Yeah. You're just like pulling millions from, you know, what, you know, from people that don't even notice it. Yeah
1: branch. Uh
0: yeah, probably like something where I could if I could just end up with like winning the lottery or something. Something along those oh,
1: lines. Oh yeah, cheat the lottery or something. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. There Ooh, was right a the movie. to
0: win
2: 3 million dollars, fucking
1: right. Yeah. What was that movie? It's it's like an 80s movie with Michael Keaton where they were cheating yeah, they the lottery. Did. I can't remember the name yeah. of it.
0: Yeah. Then they put I think they put magnetic paint on the balls. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Sidebar. Uh, <laughs>
2: Speaking of magnetic paint on the balls, shout out to Jer.
1: Shout out to Jer. <laughs> Roger Fletcher at r fletcher 247 He asks, hashtag, cheating ass Astros, is there going to be an emergency podcast recorded when you get your 1919 Reds
2: hat? <laughs> Middle of the day, 2 p.m. on a Wednesday, like an intro to sunny in Philadelphia. And then, bam, podcast.
1: I'm thinking I'm going to have to buy it at this point.
0: (laughs) I I have one. You know how I got it? I bought it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't take the fucking intrigue. Coop, if you buy a 1919 hat, all of your content goes to shit.
1: No, I've got other content. Don't worry about that.
0: (laughs) I have one. I wore it today. It's very nice. Thank you. (laughs)
1: So why don't we move on to the Tom Berneman Memorial Cornhog of the Week? Uh, we will go around here and uh, nominate the biggest dick of the week. Branch, let going start with you. Who's your Tom Bernaman Memorial Cornhog of the Week?
0: I'm gonna go with Jeff Lunow for his apology, not apology. Let's just throw Alex Cora under the fucking bus statement. <laughs> I mean he didn't even he didn't even use use Alex Cora's name. He just said the bench coach. It's like, man. Everybody knows who you're talking about. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it is like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, at least at least he's like, you know, his just seemed more sincere, and he's like, well, you know, I kind of wanted them to stop, they just didn't. <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you I was like,
0: I know nothing. I didn't know. I didn't know I was working with the Astros in 2017. Was I, was I with the Astros? I don't remember that.
1: <laughs> Burma, Why don't we
2: just sort out the orb we we're gonna pick? So, obviously, Lunau, we can do Lunau, we can do Hinch.
1: Is that um, who you want to pick? You, AJ Hinch?
2: Well, no, I was going to no, say, like, we might as well just hash out the four, because, you know, there's only three of us. So, Lunau, Hinch, um, Cora, and Carlos Beltran. Carlos Beltran's got to be, like, the first ever manager to get fired before ever managing a game.
1: I like the idea of the of the main players and the cheating scandal being the the people we're going to vote for.
2: Okay, um, I, I guess then. I mean, we we can lump Lunao and Hinch together. Like we can make them a package deal for for the sake of AD. I mean, yeah, we can Bregman and Altuve in there. Obviously, um, I just think Carlos Beltran's a funny one. Because seriously, I, how often do you? it's like uh robin yount's brother larry yount technically made his major league debut but got hurt throwing his first warm-up pitch so he never actually pitched in the show but he gets credit for an appearance because he was announced as the pitcher and he just threw 0.0 innings and came out of the game that's like what carlos beltran just did
1: he, yeah he's yeah i mean well he he's, he, pulled uh, a, he pulled a wally backman
2: What's with Wally Beckman?
1: You don't remember that? Wally Beckman got hired as the manager of, I want to say the Diamondbacks. And he went out and got a DUI and they took it away from him.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I think there was a little bit more to it than that. but. <laughs>
2: yeah, but I guess getting, getting a DUI is, I mean, that's like grounds for termination in any profession. This is so <laughs> different. Yeah. Because he wasn't a coach. He was a player on that te- You know what I mean?
1: So let's do a little uh, Today in Reds Facebook the live read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's, there's a thread that uh, the Reds posted about the caravan. It's just got some pictures. Uh, it says Thursday night across Reds country. And there was one comment in there I wanted to read from Cindy. Now, bear with me here. This is about the Reds Caravan. co silver turns your skin permanently blue like a Smurfs. Look up the blue man on the Dr. Oz show. What? What? I don't understand that. What is that? In... So the next... Well, I, guess, uh, I
0: guess it's a better reply to it, to it than these people that have been going in and doing the Lord's Prayer for like 5,000.
1: Yeah, I don't know what, what that guy is again. doing. Just on, the, on the kickoff to the Reds Caravan post... <laughs> There's always the people that complain about the Reds not coming to their little town or even workplace. Diane says, so disappointed the North Caravan didn't stop in to WLW like it always has. Fans working in the building were ready for you. That's in Cincinnati. I mean, come on. Now, here's here's the one. This one I actually posted on the account earlier today. Rita says... How about y'all come through Billings, Montana and say, thanks to the citizens who paid for the beautiful ballpark and the families who have hosted literally thousands of your players only to find out that you are that you are deciding to shut it all down. That would be sweet. First of all, Rita, the Reds did not choose major league baseball is the one who's trying to shut down the 40 minor league teams, not the individual teams. So shut your face. Uh, she went on to uh, get a little cranky with the people who were responding to her. Here's Rita's response to someone named Jim. You are aware that I was inviting the Reds to bring their caravan to thank the citizens for their support. I'm not venting, darling. I'm suggesting something that, unless you're with the Reds, doesn't apply to you. Go back to your coffee.
0: Go yeah, back, back to your coffee, bitch. Sick, sick burn. <laughs> Tore him down. Yeah, uh, in that that same vein, tomorrow it's going to be interesting. When the caravan is in Charleston, there is no way that Marty doesn't get asked about them shutting down the Appalachian Lake and Charleston power. You know, there's. There'll be an actual reporter asked that question.
1: So Rita's, Rita's got another question or another comment. So you all are boring. Get real lives where you don't need to police what some random woman says on Facebook. I'm heading out. Thanks, Rita. See ya.
2: Oh my
0: God. Well,
1: wow, this has been a great podcast so far.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, with all this video stuff, they're going to... And, and you know, we we know everybody, we have facial recognitions, uh, you know, software and all that. Uh, and, heck, even the, the Reds are going to be X-raying us as we walk into Great American this year. Um, is it going to be cheating? And I'd say teams are probably already doing it. If these teams are... Figuring out pitchers tipping pitches using you know video, which they probably done. If I was a player, I'd probably be going through like you know highlights and trying to figure out okay, he's throwing a curveball when his glove's here. I want a fastball when his glove's here. Looking for a tail from a pitcher. You know, I don't. I don't think that's going to be a bad thing. I think it'd be bad if the if the team itself is doing it. But I don't. You know, but well, sure it's happened.
2: If you're tipping pitches.
0: And it's caught on video. Yeah. You know, and then
2: you get lit up the next time out. I, I think they'll, you know, the the other the team that that guy plays for will figure that out.
0: They should. But to figure out very minute people things people would be level. be something, you know, like a maniac. Uh, I think I think they could use software to find things that the human eye just can't pick up on.
2: Everybody wanted replay in every sport for so long, and now we all fucking hate it. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Oh,
0: gosh. Amen.
2: He hates it. Football, what's this? What's that? Baseball. Well, football
0: can't football. decide what a damn catch he is.
2: Yeah. Baseball. Oh, he slid onto the base, and the momentum carried him off for a tenth of a second. Technically, he's out. Mm-hmm. But he was never out previously because he was safe before. Before there were cameras. is a joke. You know, it's, you know, there's so many different instances in sports where you're like, you just want to throw your remote through the TV because you're like, that's a terrible call. Or how do you get that wrong? Or et cetera, et cetera. And everybody wanted to get it right. And now we're almost like, can we just go back?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'd rather just live with the human error than, than listen to everybody whine about you know, something like, it's a catch, but it's not a catch. Video evidence says it's a—it's not a catch. But he took three steps, and then they took the ball from him. Yeah, but in real time, it was much quicker. It doesn't matter if it was in real time. Like, it, you know, it. it's almost like we were better off, but it was more fun to get mad but debate than it is to be right and not have anything happen.
1: So I think that'll about ramp up this edition of the podcast. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> We will go around here and give have everybody give their final thoughts. And let's start with you, Branch. Give us your final thoughts.
0: Uh, congratulations to Josh Donaldson for getting the the Minnesota Twins to give him an unbelievable amount of money for his whole Four
1: oldest. and 92.
0: <laughs> That's a heck of a deal right there. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still drunk from just being like, they really did it, really? What? <laughs> so uh, congratulations to them now. If they would just trade us their shortstop now, that'd be okay. That'd be nice. Yeah, Polanco would be okay. It'd be it'd be fine. Uh, that's red. Better than that. Yeah, I ain't really got anything. It's just a. It's been a very interesting, fun week in baseball, but there's not really a whole lot you can say on a Reds podcast about anything. It's just you know, hope everybody's safe out there in the highways going to the Reds caravan. Say hi to your neighbor, and maybe you know him on Twitter. You know.
1: Now, last He's year, last year Josh Donaldson <laughs> did put up six point one WAR. Yeah. So I mean, he might be he might be 34, but I mean, if he can even come close to that, then that's that's worth it.
0: Yeah, and they can take that risk because they're in the AL and they have the DH.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have to. I mean, he what do he have? 70 extra base hits last year. Something um, like that. Yeah, He's I mean, good. 37 homers, 33 doubles, no triples. So yeah, 70. I mean, that's I mean, not a bad yeah.
0: year. No, not at all. He got paid. Yeah,
1: oh, he lot. definitely got paid. Paid, <laughs> hey. but yeah, the end of that contract's <laughs> probably not going to be pretty. <laughs> yeah, but if they go out and win the World Series the next couple of years, it's worth it. Who cares? Exactly. Exactly.
0: Who cares? He he, he could have if they just win win it next year, and he goes out and it ends up injured and never plays another another inning of of uh, baseball it's after they it win it. a World Series. Who cares?
1: Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. Burmy, your final thoughts.
2: Yeah, how about we trade him Trevor Bauer for Jose Barrios, who says no?
1: They do. <laughs> okay,
0: besides the irrelevant Minnesota Twins.
1: <laughs> I don't know. They might be relevant. I mean, they they hit a shit ton of home runs last year, and they just added a guy who hit over 30.
2: Yeah, well, they can have Jonathan India if they want him to. I mean, that's <laughs> fine. Take, give me Jose Barrios. Could you imagine? They
0: Barrio are so deep. Castillo, they would the become
2: Barrios, Castillo, and Suarez would become best friends. They'd have yeah. three fluent Spanish speakers in the dugout. They'd all sit together, one of them hitting 50 dingers, the other two competing over an, unbel- an unbelievable starting pitching race, and then Sonny Gray would just be sitting there like, I'm not bad. Like, that would be so bad. <laughs> <funny. laughs> hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> You know sometimes sometimes i feel like castillo's a little lonely as the only spanish speaker like in the starting rotation so i'd be like bring in barrios now everybody has someone they can talk to you know comfortably if that makes sense
1: no it makes sense now uh shogo akiyama's not going to have really anybody to talk to but
2: i bet vado is brushing up on his japanese as we speak
1: i know how to say domo arigato
2: mr <laughs> Mr. Jovato.
1: yeah so you think that when he goes up to he goes domo or Gato, mr joey vato i think
2: vato <laughs> is so cultured which is what makes him so fascinating and cool is that like vato's gonna brush up on enough japanese to make akiyama feel comfortable and then akiyama will learn english for the media's sake
1: hey you know who won't tom brenneman
0: <laughs> Fucking Christ. Hey, you can book God it. Damn it. Can what out hometown are you from? Konnichiwa. Shogo will learn English faster than you can even imagine.
1: Oh, I'm is sure there, he will.
0: He already knows quite a bit, I'm sure. I'm I sure. Chris
2: Welsh is brushing up on his Japanese, too, because Welsh, Welsh is the kind of guy that wants to be able to talk to him.
1: Jim Day's probably just brushing yeah. up on himself.
2: He's <laughs> brushing up on some 26-year-old drunk hairdresser in a Chili's. <laughs>
0: Hey, Applebee's, come on. Don't give him.
2: That oh, much sorry. Time. Applebee's. Yeah.
1: That's, <laughs> shout out to Jim Day. Shout
2: out to Jim Day. Uh, I also want to shout out my beloved Columbus Blue Jackets. Keep fighting, boys. This has been fun. Nobody expected anything. They keep winning, they're in playoff position. It's unbelievable given how many injuries they've had. So, that's really fun from a personal standpoint. And I also want to give a shout out. This will shock you, Coop. How wide open is college basketball this year?
1: Everybody sucks. It,
2: it, it's it's ridiculous. Like, you know, I was mad the Buckeyes were losing a few games here and there, and then Clemson beats Duke the other night, and I'm like, okay, didn't UK lose this week? Not to be.
1: Yeah, harsh. yeah, they lost last night.
2: It's like what? The, feasibly, we could have like San Diego State lose one game and be like the number one overall seed. Could we not? And...
0: So uh, I,
2: know, I, know, I know I know but if they, you know, theoretically if they won out and went, you know, cuz they are undefeated, you know, them and Auburn could be like the only two number 1 seeds you really have.
1: I mean, Gonzaga, Auburn, probably Kansas and they'll they'll find a way to put Duke in there.
2: Well, uh, you <laughs> yeah,
0: and W is a bunch of puppies, and they're playing way above their head. And West
2: Virginia, turns it's kind of
0: fun, like, you know,
2: in times of their game. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah,
1: but it's it's very wide open. Everybody sucks, yeah. and there's it's fun. you it's literally...
2: fun. It's fun when it's this. We're so used to every sport now, besides like baseball and hockey, being so typecast. The Patriots are in the Super Bowl, you know. The college football playoff has Clemson and Alabama, et cetera, et cetera. It's fun to see
0: different things happening. And, and not to look there and just see Duke and UK right at the very top. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind seeing UK. I, I know. Top, I
0: know you but, do it, but, you, you know, know. it's, it's just,
2: just, you know, it, well, I mean, I would like the budget. I know. To, I know. You know, make I know. The title, I'm just kidding. But, you know, it, it's, it, it's fun to see. A di- di- and LSU's not going to be good next year in football. They've lost half their coaching staff. Burrow made that team what it is. They've never had good quarterback play. They played a very tough division. So it's just kind of fun right now, all the you know, stuff that's going on. And fuck, the Patriots got knocked out in the first round. I hope the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, it's, just, it's, it's, it's different.
1: Well, and again, this is a baseball podcast, but I think it's well, rel- yeah, relative, relative to say that LSU is not going to be good. I think they might lose a game or two. And that's it. Oh, no,
2: their schedule's, their schedules are actually not favorable. You want to know why? They have they have a few
0: tough...
1: Because they players. play in the SEC. Well, I
0: knew it was coming.
1: <laughs> there understand. it
0: is. So, no, in the SEC... The what? only conference that other teams actually root for that conference. Oh,
2: uh,
1: I mean, no, not yeah, really.
2: The SEC itself off. If Bama wasn't there, they'd be irrelevant in football for the last 20 years. Outside of Urban Meyers, Florida.
1: I mean, LSU, Ma- I mean LSU. I mean LSU has what three national championships, and Florida has like two. Yeah, uh, Auburn has one. And... Yeah, I'm saying if it wasn't for Bama and Urban
2: Myers, Florida, LSU would have three, and then nobody else would have done shit.
1: If it wasn't if for U- <laughs> if three it wasn't
2: that's been good in the last twenty five years.
1: If it wasn't for Urban Myers, Florida, we wouldn't have Aaron Hernandez.
2: That's also true. Yeah. That is also very <laughs> true.
1: So uh, so for my final thought, we'll we'll go back yeah. around.
2: Who gives, a, who gives a fuck
1: about the host? Yeah. So for my <laughs> final thought, uh, first I want to give a shout-out to the Cincy Sports Gallery, the sponsor of the podcast. Go see Callie for all of your Pete Rose memorabilia and uh, see if there's any buzzers there.
2: And, and uh,
1: I wanted to give a shout-out to Yadier Molina, who, when he uses the buzzer system, it's a vibrator stuck up his ass.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so for Burmy and Branches, Coop's saying We will talk to you later Cincinnati, Ohio Cincinnati where the river winds Across the mason
0: and the big sun line And the waves for me I know Cincinnati, Ohio Cincinnati, Ohio Cincinnati, Ohio